Well, hello, and welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Well, as we are currently dealing with a global pandemic, it's essential that we're keeping ourselves healthy. And one of the ways we do that is by keeping our guts healthy. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we'll be talking about probiotics. More specifically, we'll be talking about vegan probiotics. We'll talk about what they are and the best sources for them. And whenever we talk about something that involves taking something such as a supplement or introducing something like that into your diet, please always, always, always consult your doctor before you start doing that because there are some considerations for people with certain health issues. Right. Yeah. And we're not doctors. We don't pretend to be doctors. We just um, do a little research and present some some options and then you you guys take it from there. Right. All right, before we get into our topic, uh, this episode is brought to you by Buddha Bowls, the vegetarian Zen way. Trying to create healthy meals for your family can be an exercise in frustration. I think right now a lot of us are eating at home, keeping it at home, having a lot of homemade meals. And And also trying to minimize our trips to the store. That's right. So using what we have on hand. Yeah. Uh, Meal planning takes time and it can be challenging to find well-balanced meals that are quick, easy, and can be adapted to satisfy various nutritional needs and also preferences. A lot of you guys know that Larissa and I are very different in what we... I eat like a six-year-old. She does. <laughs> but right now, especially, you're having a lot more meals at home. I mean, maybe dinner you're used to having, but now you're thinking breakfast, lunch, and mm-hmm. dinner for right. uh, people who maybe in your household are vegan, vegetarian, or omnivores, and you're trying to... or gluten-free or anything like that, and you're trying to trying to make sure you're making meals that uh, are, are good that for your entire can right. Everybody can eat, right? Yeah. So... Despite producing our own vegetarian podcast for the last six years, Larissa and I often found ourselves here ex- exactly in that place. Just and there's only two of us <laughs> uh, until we discovered Buddha bowls. And if you're not familiar with Buddha bowls, these are essentially bowls of food that you've probably seen them on Instagram and Pinterest and all because they're really pretty. They're really nice to look at. And I always thought they were really cool to look at. But little did I know until we got into researching them further that there is actually some method to the madness so there is a way that you can balance these bowls to make them not only really good but also nutritionally Nutritionally. complete for you that's right yeah so we love bold (laughs) we love bold (laughs) (laughs) we love buddha bowls for several reasons so they're quick to make we can plan ahead and it's the prep is easy and fun and then you can mix and match if you if you bulk uh, cook basic ingredients like rice or quinoa or other grains or, you know, uh, roast or steamed vegetables. You just bulk those ahead of time and then you have those and then you can make all kinds of different combinations to suit your personal taste. So in our book, you're going to learn what Buddha bowls are and why they make the perfect meal, how to create your own awesome combinations based on your needs and specific tastes. And then, of course, we're going to give you some of our favorite combinations, plus some ideas for sauces and dressings. So if you head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash Buddha bowl book, a link will be in the show notes. Also, you will find a link to purchase or you'll find a button to push it, uh, purchase it there at the awesome price of $4.99. That's right. All right. Are we ready to get into probiotics? Yes, I am interested. Okay. So before, again, I just want to make sure, talk to your doctor. 
<laughs> Please don't just take any sort. Of, I always get freaked out a little bit, or not freaked out. Um, maybe the right word is baffled when people post medical questions out on Facebook. Yeah, like asking, asking people, "What should I do for this?" Or I'm experiencing chest pain. What should I do? <laughs> really? No. Go call, talk to your doctor first before you start doing yeah. anything. Uh, because it's really important that your doctor knows, you, I mean, your doctor knows you. Right. So uh, please do that before you take any of that. But you can use this. This is what Larissa was saying. We put this information together for you so that you have some knowledge and some education to help provide that to you so that when you have the conversation with your doctor, you you can have an educated conversation with your doctor. Right. 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 All right. So before we get into uh, discussing vegan... Uh, probiotics specifically, let's just do a high level overview of gut bacteria. Gut, it's such a funny word, isn't it? Gut. <laughs> gut bacteria and why it's so important. So, you know, your your gut, which is your um, digestive system, contains a lot of bacteria, most of which are harmless. And so there are microorganisms that are living in your gut and they're called gut flora as a, you know, collective. Um, gut flora can be found in your digestive tract, specifically the colon and large intestine. So the digestive tract runs all the way from your mouth all the way to your anus. And gut flora are um, usually in the colon and large intestine part of that whole system. And gut flora, along with other organisms living in your body, such as viruses and fungi, make up what's known as your microbiome. And this is really interesting because... I didn't really think about this previously, but your microbiome is, there's no one else on this that has ever walked this planet or ever will that has your exact same microbiome. Right, because it's everything is different levels and different um, like quantities of this flora or that, you know, virus or fungi or, or whatever. So it's kind of like a fingerprint, right? Exactly. It's like your exactly. intestinal fingerprint. Yeah. You. Um, so... Yeah, and so there's, this is determined partly by genetics and partly by uh, your environment, so environmental factors. Now, it's important to note that, you know, when everything is running all nice and smooth, every, you know, your digestive tract is humming along and everything's cool, but when it gets knocked out of whack, you can really encounter some major health issues, such as heart disease, upset stomach, and chronic stomach issues like Crohn's disease, obesity, cancer, diabetes, inflammation, and skin issues like acne. Right. And uh, nobody wants any of those, right? No. <laughs> so right. enter probiotics. Let's talk about what they are. All right. So probiotics help to manage your good gut bacteria. So they are actually live microorganisms that get it when you, when you ingest them, one way or the other, where it's, whether it's through food or through uh, supplements, will help to keep that balance in your digestive system. Yeah, and we'll have a list in the show notes of the six most common type of probiotics. I don't know that that's going to really benefit this conversation. But I mean, but if you're interested, there are six common types of probiotics that we'll, we'll uh, put in the show notes. But the main thing to remember is that not all probiotics are vegan friendly. That's so now right. they don't all come from vegan sources. Uh, for example, one, the B animalis is found in some yogurt such as Dannon's Activa. It's immune boosting properties and helps with digestion. Now, that's not to say that probiotic couldn't be found in something else. I'm just saying like if you see Dannon's, it's obviously not 
it's not it's vegan. not a vegan right right and so you know without getting into like you said there are six different uh types and without getting into the big latiny names um some of the the benefits of these different probiotics are to aid um digestion to help break down carbs in your body. There's one that um, has been shown to help reduce the bad bacteria in your mouth. And you know, our mouths are filthy. Um, It's pretty gross. (laughs) And um, then there's one that helps to fight infections and absorb nutrients and fiber. And then there are also some other ones that help with digestion and immune functions in general. All right, so what do probiotics do for your body? As we just mentioned, they really help to balance the good gut flora in your body. So one example, and I think a lot of people have experienced this, is when you take antibiotics. So when you take antibiotics, it typically kills, it just kills all the bacteria within your digestive tract, which can be bad because it's killing the bad, I mean, the good bacteria also. So a lot of people experience stomach issues like diarrhea when they take antibiotics. Mm -hmm. And so they will be prescribed some probiotics to help bring the good bacteria back. That's right. And I know that, you know, in the past when I've had issues like that, um, I've got irritable bowel um, syndrome along with everything else. And, you know, so I've had issues with that, um, taking antibiotics or just in general. And, you know, doctors have told me before, if you have stomach issues or digestive issues while you're on the, the uh, antibiotic take, just eat some like plain um, yogurt with the live cultures. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know if there are and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but I don't know if there are vegan yogurts that have active cultures. They do. Awesome. There are. Perfect. Yes. Um, because, you know, in the past that, that wasn't an issue for me, but now it would be. All right, so here's something interesting. Did you know probiotics are good for your body? We just talked about what they do for your body, but they're also good for your brain. Now, a lot of people have talked about, a lot of doctors talk about your gut being your second brain. Hmm. That it is, yeah, and some studies have shown that our moods and some mental disorders can be impacted by the bacteria that live in our intestines. Uh, Certain strains of probiotics have been shown to have a positive effect on treating disorders like OCD, depression, anxiety, and autism. Wow, that could benefit both of us. Yeah, for sure. For different reasons. Mm -hmm. All right, so what's the difference between prebiotics and probiotics? So this is how I kind of think about it. Prebiotics are like fertilizer, like Mm. plant fertilizer. So they're kind of laying the groundwork for the probiotics. So they create that environment. Yeah, they create a, a good environment um, or like in your analogy, like the fertile soil, I guess, for the good microorganisms to grow. That's right. Within your digestive system. That's right. And so here are some, they, now these typically are found in vegetables that contain complex carbs and fiber. And just to name a few, onions, garlic, leeks, asparagus, bananas. I've heard about bananas. Apples, because I love bananas. You know, I have bananas every week. <laughs> Apples, oats, and tempeh. Oh, very good. Okay. So, again, this is where we're going to talk about the risks. There have been some studies that shown have shown that children and people with compromised immune systems ha- can have adverse effects 
with taking probiotics. Hmm. So you just want to be careful with that. You've taken them before and I don't think you've ever had any adverse effects. I but haven't. you just want to make sure like when you have a compromised immune system that, and again, this is where you want to talk to your doctor based on your specific situation. But we had taken them for years and you never really had any issues. But again, we never really, I don't know if there was, maybe there was a correlation. Maybe you got some Maybe, lupus flare we so we never, never even really thought about, about it. it because i didn't when i was you know going i mean if i were taking them now i would definitely after learning this i would definitely be aware of you know any changes that i had and maybe kind of keep a little food journal or, or like health diary or something mm-hmm. to keep to be aware especially if i when i first started them to be aware of anything that was different right Okay, so are all probiotics vegan-friendly? And I had mentioned just a little bit earlier, no, not all of them are vegan-friendly as some contain animal products or dairy. But the good news is there are plenty of ways to promote good gut health from plant-based sources of probiotics. And here are some we're going to talk about. All right, back in episode um, 176, and we're going to talk about fermented foods. That is a really good source for vegan probiotics. Um Back in episode 176, we had an episode, we'll link to this in the show note, called The Amazing Benefits of Fermented <clears throat> fermented Foods. And um, we'll talk, w- w- you can hear us talk more about that. That mm-hmm. was a long time ago. That was a long ago. time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then more recently, we had an episode completely devoted, this is 353, completely devoted to one fermented food, miso. And again, we'll link to that, uh, even though it was just a few episodes ago, we'll link to that in the show notes here. And miso is essentially fermented soybeans, salt, and koji, which is a, I think it's a fungus, fungus. right? Yeah. yeah, and there's a fungus among us. <laughs> How did I know that was coming? Uh, of course, because you know me. Uh, all right, so another fermented food that is a good source of probiotics is kimchi. And oh my gosh, kimchi smells so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people love it. My mother loves it. I don't know that she I've ever had to, it. Oh, I bet you I would love it. It's like fermented cabbage. It's spicy. It's it's a Korean. Um, I'm sure I would love it then. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm sure you would. We talked about that too in our potassium. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know mm. if you remember that, but we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I'll link to that episode also. Okay, we talked great. about it in. Um, are you getting enough potassium? Episode? Great, great. Also, bananas. <laughs> what is this? this is like a banana episode here. Um, all right. So number three is kombucha, which is a fizzy fermented tea. So it's usually black or green tea that's been fermented. I've had that a couple of times. I'm not. I, I care wasn't for that it. now. Yeah. I wasn't that impressed. Well, you know me. Anybody who knows me knows that I probably wouldn't care for it. <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> All right. Uh, tempeh is another one that's uh, compressed fermented soybeans. And you don't really care for tempeh. And I, I don't really. mind it, um, depending on how it's, how it's used. Uh, another one is sourdough bread, which is what we eat. I don't do my own sourdough starter, so I don't make my own sourdough. But we do, when we get bread from the store, we'll get sourdough from the deli or, you know, another sourdough variety. And number six is natto, which is this sticky, gooey, stringy, fermented soybean stuff. Have you ever had that? I've never had it. Uh, I've seen people eating it. And uh, from just about everybody I've seen eat it describes it as relatively disgusting. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I've never had it. Okay. Uh, Then there's vegan yogurt, which we were talking about. 
uh, earlier. Yes, vegan yogurt. Um, you always want to look at the label anyways, just to make sure it says with active cultures. Right. Because that's not to say they all are like that, but you definitely want to check out the label. Right. And then sauerkraut, which is fermented shredded cabbage. I think I've had that probably a lo- somewhere in my life. I just don't, I don't think it was a memorable moment, but I know a lot of people <laughs> Obviously like Obviously it wasn't. <laughs> and then supplements. Right. Okay. Yeah, which is what we used to we used to take. Right. And so here are some things you want to look for if you do go the supplement route. So you want to check the active and the inactive ingredients to make sure they don't have any animal products or dairy. But a lot of these nowadays, especially because there's so many people moving to a plant-based diet, that's a good marketing thing for them. So they're going to let you know it's right. vegan or vegan friendly. Right. Uh, it used to be you'd have to really look there. But now because there's this big movement, you know, that I think, um, which is great, that they're going to tout it as such. If you even go on Amazon and you start looking at some of the probiotic supplements, you'll see uh, vegan, vegan, yeah, yeah vegan friendly. Yeah. Uh, you also want to check the CFU, which means the col- colony forming units. Now, they're, the higher, the better. And when I first started looking at these, it said like 100 billion. And I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I was thinking that's too much. But it's actually the higher, the better. So that's a more quality probiotic. And then shelf stability. So it used to be, I think, too, that most of these had to be in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And now a lot of them don't have to be. Yeah, we used to keep ours in the refrigerator Mm -hmm. once we opened the bottle. Yeah, and then strain diversity too. That's another thing that you might see on the label. You just want to check that. And again, the st- certain strains are not necessarily vegan friendly, so you mm-hmm. just want to make sure it'll it'll tell you on there if it's again if it's vegan friendly or not. You know, and one more thing that that isn't on this list, but uh, you might want to check. And I have a feeling that most companies are moving away from this um, now, but some uh, medicines and supplements that are in capsules are the capsules are made from gelatin. So you want to check that. There are vegan capsules, but you want to check that the the capsules themselves, if it's not a like a tablet form, if it's actually in those one of those little medicine capsules, uh, yeah. check to make sure that they're not gelatin. Especially if it's not touting itself as vegan yeah. friendly. I think if it touts itself as vegan friendly, that's taken mm-hmm. into account. Yeah, 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 for sure. And if it doesn't say, you could probably find out by, you know, um, emailing the company or calling the company. And if it's not, then you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to have a few supplement recommendations. Uh, we've, we, I am familiar with uh, one of these that we're going to talk about. Um, but I've got five that I've curated for you guys, just based on several other uh, articles uh, talking about the top vegan-friendly uh, pre-bi- probiotics, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, but one of the ones that I just tried this week that I got was uh, New Zest. We've talked about New Zest. You, you may recall we had uh, Johnny from News, the CEO mm-hmm. of New Zest on the show a while back. And they just came out with a digestive-friendly... Uh, well, not that the other one wasn't. It was a digestive-promoting, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Digestive-health-promoting powder. Mm-hmm. And so I tried that and just like their other version, the the protein focused one, mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoyed it. I use it in smoothies all the time. What that's flavor one. was it? Was it it's vanilla. vanilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of the ones, but we're, we'll talk about, um, I mean, we're going to have a uh, links to Aura Organic uh, y- UV, I think is what it's called, mm. uh, vegan, uh, nat- Naturella Whole Food Vitamin for Women and Flora Pro Healthy Daily Probiotic for by Nat 
Nature Medics. Nature Medics. Mm-hmm. And that's a, I think that's a good uh, variety list because some of them are gummies. Um, New Zesis to Pout is a powder. And I think a couple of them are like capsule or, or you know, tablet form. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah. So we so that's depending good. on how you like to do it. Because personally, I, I'd rather put it, just throw it in a smoothie anyways. It kind of just adds that extra... Yeah. kick for me right <laughs> all right so gummies are fun yeah so ah the, we have a recipe this week yay yay so i am going to link to a recipe by an oregon i say recipe recipe it's more of a, more of a how preparation to. it's a, like how, a how to, to. had a recipe for fermented jalapenos mm. And this is on a website called An Oregon Cottage. Oh, did I not m- mention that? You started to, and then you oh, okay. said it's not a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's An Oregon Cottage. It's really cool. There's a YouTube video I will link to, and uh, it, it looks really easy to do. And, you know, I love jalapenos. So this is a really good way to get some probiotics. And Awesome. All right, well, we hope this episode has taught you about probiotics and provided you with some great sources of vegan probiotics. Remember, it's really important that you keep yourself healthy during this unprecedented unprecedented time. Keep eating the best you can and keep on moving. That's right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.